welcome back to episode nine of the Merge Feast. I'm Blake here with Logan and Brandon. Uh, this episode started off a little slow for me, but uh, was incredibly action-packed and um, a lot of different twists that I uh, I don't know that I've ever seen. So I'm I'm excited to get into it. Uh, Brandon, do you want to kick us off this week? Sure can. Yeah, a lot going on this week. Uh, particularly surrounding the challenge. Um, a twist that I'm not sure how I feel about it, but um, uh, I, an interesting episode for me, definitely. Uh, what about you, Logan? Yeah, there was a, quite a lot different uh, about this episode, and from previous seasons got a couple twists and uh kind of changes that we've never really seen before so it was cool to see like you said i don't know if i was the biggest fan but i'm excited to dive into it and see what you guys um really thought so we started off almost before the preview uh, or the before the recap of last week, they did um, kind of highlight the fact that Austin had the community idol from the ambulance, uh, which I know was a big question last time because that didn't really get talked about after tribal. So I was glad that they highlighted that this week. Um, what did you guys think of them, the rest of the tribe, telling Bruce that they voted Kelly out because she was going after Bruce? I think it's kind of it's kind of a cop out for me cuz I feel like it's not entirely true but I feel like Bruce is very clearly on the outs um obviously they are all gunning for him so and he knows it so I think that they should just have been straight up with him and been like, Hey, it literally because you were safe. Like he's not dumb. I, I think it was their way of trying to tell like half truth and like giving him some truth that like she was going to vote him out. Um, but then the other of that's why we voted her out. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's a cop out, like you separated, but um, I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to see where Bruce's game goes from here. Um, I'm excited to see it. I think he's obviously playing well in challenges and has the immunity idol, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out with him. Yeah, this week for me was probably my favorite version of Bruce, which sounds a little like crappy because he was in such a weird headspace and kind of down in the dumps after that vote. Um, but the fact that the way they told him that again was not a flat out lie, but you guys are right. Kind of a half truth because she was trying to get rid of Bruce 
and she didn't really want to feel under his wing. Like that was all things that she said, but that wasn't really why they voted her out just to keep Bruce happy, like, or to keep Bruce safe. Um, but I, I thought Bruce did a really good job of reflecting on his game and really on his personal life. I thought it was interesting and um, kind of telling the the kind of man he is, the fact that he thought, wow, that if somebody said I'm I'm overbearing and have them under my wing and not letting them kind of fly on their own, am I doing that with my family at home? And if so, like that's not who I want to be. I've really got to check myself. And so getting to hear that side of Bruce's story and just seeing the the reflective nature there, I thought was a really cool version of Bruce that we haven't gotten to see. He's been the kind of the cool, quirky, funny, uncle, dad vibe. And uh, and this was a, a totally different Bruce. So I, I, I liked it, even though I don't think he had the best week himself. But it was, uh, I don't know. I like where Bruce is at. And I'll be curious to see how things shake out in the coming weeks with him. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. It was nice to see Bruce highlighted this week. It it seems like Bruce has kind of been the the punching bag this season from his other castmates, and it was nice to see the vulnerability and the human side of him and uh, kind of have his guard down a little bit because he's been just kind of this mysterious person for me so far. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked, I liked what they did with Bruce this week. And I liked that not to get too far ahead that he was able to have a little bit of redemption later in the episode. Yeah, it it was, uh, it was an interesting twist this week because almost every episode, there's been a lot of back and forth between Bruce and Katura and how she just doesn't like him and your money line last week, would you say over under three and a half? Yep. Or the amount of times that <laughs> kind of hates on Bruce. That was, I mean, that was maybe spot on. Pretty great. That was a good call. So <laughs> I, it was interesting this week for me because while Kendra or not Kendra, Katura wasn't painted in a bad light, but things are kind of starting to shift between the two of them um, to where it's not like, oh yeah, Bruce is the kind of annoying one, even though I don't like Katura, I just kind of crapping all over him. But it kind of has shifted now to where she's the one playing both sides and kind of playing, I guess, a dirtier game. Um, so I think it's all going to come to a head in a couple weeks, but it's interesting how both of their games have shifted pretty drastically. And, uh, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting how they set all that up.
um, before we get to the immunity challenge, um, Emily kind of threw D's name out. I don't know about you guys, but I thought she threw D's name out way too early. And Austin took it really well. Austin and Drew both did. And it hasn't come back to bite her yet. But I I worry that she was trying to make that move way too early, especially not even knowing about the immunity challenge yet. Um, but I'll be curious to see how that kind of plays out. I'll... Uh... Here's kind of my assessment after watching this episode. Um, I don't think that Emily made that pitch too early. I think she made that pitch to the wrong people. Um, if you look at the numbers, it's four Reba, four Bello, and one Lulu. Reba clearly running this game. They're going to stick together. That's obvious. They haven't, they haven't strayed from each other yet. There's no signs of that happening right now. Emily is in the middle. She is obviously good with Reba, but if she wants to crack that alliance, she needs to go to the other four remaining players that aren't part of Reba. And the problem with that is the four remaining players in Katura, Jake, Bruce, and Kendra all seem to be in self-preservation mode, and none of them... It's kind of frustrating to watch that they don't see that the four Bellow members just need to band together and find a way to get Emily and then go after that Reba tribe. So I guess in conclusion, I, I, I think Emily just made the pitch to the wrong people. Yeah, I, as soon as she was talking to them, I was like, that is the worst person to pitch, like, the worst people to pitch it to. I think if she was going to pitch it to anybody, it should have been Mama Julie. Um, I think Mama Julie is kind of on the lower end of that alliance, and that might have gone a little bit better, but, like, yeah, I 100% agree that it was to the wrong people. Because if she can, if she can get her get D out right now when she's on the top, then that's gonna have the most, I guess, merit at the end. Where if she's playing really strong towards the beginning, but then she dies out later, and you get her out later, then it's not gonna re be remembered as much. So get her out in the height of the game, and I don't know, but yeah, and I don't know. I do think, personally, it was a little early. However, I don't know that I just... I don't know that I agree with her making the pitch to the wrong people. I think numbers-wise makes sense, but she is closest to Drew and Austin, and they've worked together in the past. And so I think she's trying to make that move from a stance of strength instead of weakness, not, okay, how can I advance my game and look for how to pair with the weaker people? It's, I want to pair with who I'm the closest with and who is in control of the game. And 
and honestly, in my opinion, it's not a bad pitch, just whether or not they'll move forward with it. Because if they could figure out a way, Drew and Austin, to ride with Emily, that gets them to final three as opposed to final four. So there are clearly cracks there. So I, I think it was a tad early, but... I was very happy with how Austin and Drew handled that conversation um, and not let that get back to D because the way the way D has been, it's, oh, you said my name once, I'm coming after you. And we see that tonight at the end, and we'll get to Tribal, but, I mean, D goes in hard after Kendra because she threw her name out there. And so the fact that they didn't let that get back to D, I think speaks to Austin and Drew. And and I think there's still hope for Emily working with them moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is too. And uh, to your point about D going after Kendra, Caleb suffered the same fate. But if anything, Emily at least planted a seed uh, for Drew and Austin because it kind of seemed like they were like, yeah. We probably should, but not now. Yeah. Because honestly, if D is sitting at the final three, she is winning this game. So somebody's going to have to do it. It's just who is going to say now is the time. And I think Emily, to speak to Logan, Emily wants that on her resume. For because sure. at, the, at the end of the day, it's what have you done? What's your resume look like? Why should you be the winner? And that would be the biggest move of the season if Emily were to orchestrate a move to get D out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that uh, that takes us to the immunity challenge. Um, Brandon, take us through this because this was uh, this was kind of a complicated challenge uh, from the moment that they got tree mailed to uh, the different stages and. Uh, the rewards and the consequences of this challenge. So kind of uh, explain what happens and take us through this. Yeah, so the tribe gets some tree mail. It says divide your tribe into three groups. So they kind of just try to balance it out. And the three groups that they put together are Drew, Jake, and D. Kendra, Bruce, and Julie, and then Austin, Katura, and Emily. So now let's get to the immunity challenge. So the tribe that, like you said, it's in it's in three phases, it's in three stages. The tribe that loses first or is first out loses their vote, and they will go on a journey to earn their vote back. The last three remaining win reward which is rotisserie chicken at the sanctuary but then right I'll, I'll, I'll ask later yeah so here's the breakdown of the challenge so again three stages first stage you're going to retrieve a disc while walking across a balance beam and then you're going to use that disc that you got to balance a ball going across another balance beam once your whole team gets across the beam you're going to dig up three ropes the first two groups that finish that move on. First group out loses their vote, obviously. Move on to, uh, move on to the second stage. You're going to use the ropes that you just dug up to build a rope bridge 
Once your team gets across that, you're going to race to land three balls on three very small rings. First group to finish that moves on to the final stage. Final stage. For the final stage, the three remaining players move on to an individual challenge. Plain and simple, classic survivor type of challenge. You're going to stand with your arms straight out with your fingertips pressed against two wooden discs. If your disc drops, you lose. That simple. So, first group out was Austin, Katura, and Emily. So they went on the jury or went on the journey. The the group that won was Kendra, Bruce, and Julie, with Bruce winning immunity. What do you guys think of this challenge and the twists that were involved? Yeah, it was. Uh... It, there was a lot to it. I thought all of the kind of different twists and changes to um, to it kept it obviously entertaining. To like, what's next? What's next? Um, I think the three that getting or losing first uh, that's a pretty big punishment to to lose their vote. Um, obviously, they have a chance to earn that back, but. It's pretty devastating, especially at this point of the game. Um, but overall, I thought it was—I thought it was a, a really cool um, challenge, and the final re- or like challenge between the three people—that would be tough. Yeah, I—I I really liked this challenge. I liked the twists. Um, I mean, I, I liked this challenge a lot because. You got the uh, the team kind of obstacle course esque type of challenge, uh, but you also had the endurance portion there at the end with the final three. Um, I love the fact that Bruce won. The fact that him and Julie were at the end again as the two oldest people is amazing. I, I think that is an incredible storyline that I hope they continue to run with. And the fact that that's twice in a row is, is a big deal. Um, but I was reminded we are very clearly in the modern age of survivor and it is not the old school game anymore. It has totally changed. Um, and obviously we know that, but, there are so many different twists for each individual challenge. We still, unless I'm mistaken, we still have not had a tribal, unless we did last week, where, we did everyone, last week. where everyone has voted. No, because Bruce didn't have a vote, but he also couldn't be voted out. We haven't had a tribal yet where everyone is on the table and everyone can vote, where both of those are true at the same time. Dang, I didn't realize that. And, I mean, everything, I mean, I don't know. It's just way more complicated now than I feel like it ever has been, but in a really, really good way that keeps you interested week after week and you don't know what's going to happen. Um, so from that aspect, I absolutely loved it. Um, 
talking that, about sorry go ahead uh that's interesting that you liked the twists um because this was the first time that i wasn't a huge fan of the twist the the first team out loses their vote that's three votes that potentially aren't available at tribal council and to speak to what you said a few seconds ago we've yet to have a tribal where everybody has a vote so we really haven't seen anything like even even if uh again to jump ahead but even if the people that lost their vote wanted to do something they couldn't tonight so it kind of felt like the wind was kind of sucked out of tribal council because the majority had their votes and the people that could have done something had to sit on their hands because they couldn't play. Yeah. And I would agree with some of that, but I also think with them having the chance to earn it back kind of makes it sting a little less because they clearly had a chance to win that vote back. So there was still a chance they could have voted. Um, I guess, like Blake said, just kind of the new new age of sur- Survivor and the game is not the same week to week. It's, like, it's always changing. So you never know what's coming. To a but... certain extent, but what what you have, unfortunately, and I love, I honestly love the score four of Drew Jake julie and austin but the tribals are becoming predictable at this point but they would be predictable even if that wasn't the case even if people hadn't lost their vote because they still had the majority or at least would tie it up maybe but to my to my point earlier like let's say Let's say that Katura and Emily have their votes. Let's say that Emily, since she has a vote, decides to to drum something up with the bellow side. She can't. So it's like, well... But it could have just as easily been Drew and Austin. Drew, Austin, and D not have a vote. Sure. If, but it didn't play the, out that way. The fact that they didn't say okay, we're going to draw rocks and it's totally random. They let the tribe pick how it was divvied up. I mean, it, I don't, it's not even, it's not even the fact that the tribes were divvied up. It's more the fact that they're just, I don't like the fact that you took a, a third of the votes off the table potentially in a critical tribal council, regardless of who it is. Would would you feel different if it was one vote instead of potentially three? Uh, yeah, I think I would because I mean that's happened to every tribal anyway. But I just think yeah, I want. I mean, three is obviously more than one. Obviously, it ended up being two again, getting ahead. But right. I just yeah. don't like the fact that a third of the tribe potentially wouldn't have had a voice at tribal yeah and that makes sense i I definitely see your point there um i like the fact that there's the opportunity to earn it back i think the opportunity to earn it back should either be slightly easier or 
have more time. Three minutes did not seem like enough time to figure that out. It looked fairly easy, but I think it was more complicated than it seemed. Um, so I, I'm I'm on board with the potential of people losing their vote or the opportunity to get it back. I, I like the different twists, um, but I, I do see your point. Having a third, potentially a third of the tribe, not have a voice at tribal council is is stout. And if it goes the way that it has, then you still have a majority just running away with it. Where I think probably production is thinking, hey, let's mix it up to where you don't just have a core alliance run away with this and pick everybody off. And it's happening anyway, um, but yeah. I'll be curious to see how this impacts the game for future seasons because I think they will continue with twists like this, but it'll obviously evolve and get better and better, so. Yeah, I agree. And uh, to speak on the challenge that they had to go through, um, I am just bad at math on, you know, if I have all the time in the world to solve an equation. I honestly was like, how does 987654321, how are they going to make that equal 100? I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that they could combine the numbers. <laughs> I, I'm not the same way as you and all, but I looked at that and I was like, how in the world am I going to figure that out? Like, and I, like my brain went, one step further, like, okay, obviously I gotta add stuff or like figure that out, but do the numbers go in a different order? Can I go like instead of it being like nine, eight, seven, six, like it looked like you just put the plus and minuses throughout it rather than like moving numbers around to make yeah. it do it. And it was, I don't know. It was just uh it was a it was a cool challenge, but like like I said, I think it was fairly hard a fairly hard one to do with so many different numbers and like possible combinations there. With only three minutes, only three minutes, yeah. But it was it was cool to see Austin actually do that. Um, it was kind of interesting to see the way Emily almost shut down whenever she was doing that. Like almost just completely flustered her, and she she did not do very well at all. But I'm always curious in moments like that. If people were at their best, like getting good sleep, eating lots of food, how they would handle things like that and any of those challenges differently. I think that's what makes Survivor cool is you see kind of people really close to their breaking point. Um, I mean, she clearly does analysis and math and numbers and stuff like that all the time. Um, and she said, like, that's that's a struggle for her to do in her head anyway, but like she's a sharp enough girl where I think she could have easily figured that out, being at her best, but just in that element, just kind of crumbled. Yeah, so as you stated, Logan, um, Austin was the only one to get his vote back. It was a tough challenge, but 
they went back to camp and all of them said, I didn't get my vote. Uh, what do you guys, what's your take on Austin just not revealing that to the rest of the tribe? Smart play. I mean, making everybody else think that you don't have a vote when you really do. I mean, I great move. I don't, I mean, obviously there he's lying to him, but that's just making sure you've got the numbers and all of that. Um, I think he played it off really well and went along with it really well. So obviously it worked, but um, no, I, I thought it was a great move. I don't think it's the big move that we were hoping Austin would make or that we think Austin needs to make to put himself as a front runner in the game. Um, however, that is uh, a notch to where he can speak to that if he is sitting at the final on, hey, I played you guys, I outplayed you guys here. I was able to get this back. And jumping way ahead, I mean, he's clearly thinking a level above other people in the game. So two things there. Kendra at Tribal Council is flat out stated, <laughs> I didn't realize that anybody could be lying. I just didn't even think of that. And, I mean, it makes sense why she would think that, but you're you're playing at a basic level there at that point. Um, but two, as we see the votes go, they don't, Jeff doesn't even read all the votes. So nobody knows that somebody was lying. And so that is, that is something that Austin totally got away with. And I think if he is sitting at the final, he can add that into his pitch on, Hey, I totally outplayed you guys here. Um, again, not the big move that we were hoping Austin would make, I don't think. Um, but it was a good one, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a good one, and uh, his reasoning was just great. I don't want everybody to know that Reba has the majority right now. Plain yeah. and simple. And to what Bruce said about winning back-to-back challenges, you know, if Austin shows that he's able to do that, that does paint a target on his back. Maybe not as big as an immunity idol does, but I mean, that clearly paints a, a target on his back. And I, I think it was a smart move. What do you guys think of um, Jake's, Jake's episode this week um, of his gameplay and did you think he really continued the bottom of the pack and trying to climb his way up well? Or do you think he, I don't know, what do you guys think of his gameplay this week? Because he was obviously highlighted quite a bit the past couple of weeks. Um, and he's kind of on the outs, but what do you guys think? Uh, I'll start on that one. I. After last week, I really liked Jake last week. I like what he was pitching. Um, even though he was still blindsided by the vote, it worked out for him. This week, he did not seem to gain any traction and does not seem to be 
moving up from the bottom where he's at. And I was a little disappointed. Um, and I don't think for a lack of trying, I think no one is willing to work with him just yet. Um, and unfortunately, we've got people. Let me take a step back. I said a couple weeks ago that I could see pretty much anybody in the game winning it. And while that still holds true to a point, we are starting to see some separation uh, between the core four and everybody else. They are clearly playing the better game. And the fact that somebody like Jake is not able to see that and rally the troops against the core four, which I think he could do very well at, is a little surprising, a little alarming. I just, I don't know. Um, and we still have time, but I, he did not impress me this week. I I can't agree with you more. Um, I said it earlier. I am completely frustrated with the Bellow tribe because nobody is they're all asleep nobody is waking up and to your your words rallying the troops and saying we got to make a move it's so frustrating that nobody's done it and we're 45 seasons into this and you have jake that can't read a book and you have kindred that's like oh I never even considered the fact that somebody could lie and you have Katura tunnel visioning on Bruce and you have Bruce. That's just chilling. It's frustrating that they have not picked, put it together, grabbed Emily and said, let's do this thing. Yeah. It kind of surprises me too. That I don't know how they don't, like you said, don't see that or can't come together. It's, clearly needs to happen because they are going to start getting picked one by one, especially if the no votes at tribal happen again or something else like that happens. Definitely, definitely frustrating because they very well could all join together and have a better odd odds at making it farther in the game. Hopefully that's where next week changes things. I mean, it's down to four and four. Uh, I mean, eight people left. Um, I think this could potentially shake things up. And and honestly, it may take the core four breaking up for people to start making moves on the other side. Um, I, I think the core four, if they start going after each other now, which would not be a bad time to do that because they can still pull in Emily or whatever, that may be enough to wake everybody up and shift things a little bit. I don't know if that's going to happen with how tight they are, but I feel like looking at the previews for next week, we could be in for a, a bit of a shakeup next week. And, and I hope so, um, because I don't, I don't necessarily like when an alliance just runs away with it. it I like seeing kind of the underdogs you know, come back and, and make a run. Yeah, if it becomes just a pagonging of the Bellow tribe, then it's just going to make for a really boring next, what, five tribal councils or whatever it is. 
No, I, I, I totally agree. I, I did the part of Jake that impressed me this week was at the challenge. Um, so I, he struggled on the balance beam, but then he turned around and a little bit of redemption found literally all three ropes as he was digging in the sand. Dude, nobody else could could find them, and uh, and he tore that up. So he really made up for the balance beam and. Um, so that part impressed me. I, I I still like Jake. I'm just I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that everybody else is not playing the same level as as the core four. So uh, the balance beam with the ball thing that looked tough. That was that looked hard. So yeah, I I think I would look just as bad as Jake on that. That would that would be very difficult yeah it's uh balancing has never been my strong suit i like to think i'm a fairly active and like athletic guy but balancing on a balance beam where like you've got just your feet and then focusing on your hand like it, it i think would be very tough when it didn't look like it was just a twist and turn it was like going up going down it was it was a lot to it um I wanted to see what you guys thought uh, when Drew, D, and Jake, because they landed in the middle to where they didn't earn a reward, they didn't lose their vote, uh, but they went back to camp and cooked up some rice. Brandon, what did you think of D and Drew eating more of the rice and kind of holding that out from Jake? I think... Uh... You're really playing the villain card if you're Drew and D right there. Because obviously food is scarce. And I guess it is what it is. I didn't think too much of it, but kind of a low blow. Everybody's hungry, not needs something in their body, and you left little to nothing for Jake. Yeah, and I don't know that it'll make a huge impact in the game, but it kind of gave me, you know, little mean girl vibes. And just painted them in not a great light. Everything up to that point, I've loved how how Drew has been playing this game, and that was like, oh, I really, I don't know, just didn't really love the way that they made him look there, or the way he made himself look. Um, so, not that it will necessarily change anything, but I don't know. I, I didn't didn't love it. Yeah, I mean, it didn't. I, I was kind of with you, Brian. I didn't think too much of it. I thought it was kind of a little bit of a dirty move. Of like, like you said, everybody is hungry. Nobody's had a ton of food to eat. Um, but I don't think much will come of it. I mean, if it does, we'll see. Um, kind of taking us a, a step, I don't know, back or to the side of the. Um, reward of going to the sanctuary and getting some chicken i thought it was quite hilarious that it was one single chicken (laughs) for three people no sides no nothing just chicken like i was expecting there to be sides or maybe each of them have a chicken yeah but it was just like what just a single chicken sitting up there for three people. Like, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, that was 
funny. And did I hear that it was, is Kendra a vegetarian? Is that what was going on there? I think so. Vegetarian or vegan? Because she said that was the first chicken she had had, first meat she had had in 15 years. Yeah. So that really tells you right there how desperate they are for nourishment or nutrition is somebody that has a lifestyle is willing to put that aside because she's trying to survive. Yeah. When Kendra was the one that tried to eat the the worm alive in one of the first couple of weeks and couldn't do it. <laughs> the, she, she is, uh, oh, she was desperate. That's for sure. That's a good point. Well, let's, uh, let's hop over to, to tribal. Um, one thing that, before we kind of get into the votes and the dynamic there, I wanted to talk about the jury members. Um, and Kelly still seemed incredibly bitter. Um, and and rightfully so. She was like, that was a huge blindside. Um, and she showed some emotion there, though. And uh, I don't know. I, I just thought it was it was interesting. Um, and then I, I do kind of like how we're seeing more of the jury talk a little bit. So we kind of get an insight as to what they're thinking. Um, not necessarily who's playing great or who's not, but just the fact that Caleb said at one point, and I don't know who's going to go home. And, um, and then when they saw Bruce have the idol, he said, Bruce has been safe for 16 out of the 17 days. And I haven't fact-checked that, but if that's true, that's insane. Holy moly. Like, absolutely incredible. Um, and I did not realize that. So, um, I don't know. I was curious to see if you guys caught any of that or, or what you thought of that. Yeah, so first off, yeah, I noticed Kelly. Um, and I get over yourself, Kelly. Blindsides <laughs> happen. Um, you know, you went home. You didn't win. There's 18 of you. Only one can win. People thought you were a threat. They voted you out. Like, it. I understood her reaction last week when she was blindsided because it was one of the best blindsides we had seen. But to still be, like, emotional and acting a certain way about it is just like, I don't like you're, you'll be fine. And my, my fear with that is that whenever we get to final tribal is that she's going to uh, vote emotionally or irrationally just based off of, you know, instead of making a, like a calculated educated decision, she's just going to, make an emotional vote and maybe she'll be okay by then, but definitely noticed that and was a little bit annoyed by it. And to your point, to Caleb's point about Bruce, I think, I mean, did Bello, did Bello go to tribal before the merge? I mean, no, Bello was one of the ones, uh, Bruce was one of the ones that had not been to tribal until the merge. So Day was day 13, the merge. So that's incredible. He's had one, they've had one chance to get him out. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with you um, on Kelly. And I hope that she doesn't vote emotionally at the end. 
I'm heals all wounds and they made a comment about how that was just yesterday that they voted her out. So even if it was two days ago, that it's still fairly fresh. Um, so hopefully enough time will go by that, uh, that she won't vote emotionally like that. Um, but man, looking at who's left, this is what I love about survivor. In my opinion, Caleb and Kelly were two of the best players in the game and to see them sitting on the jury is i don't know it just gave me a different perspective i'm like you can be an incredible player of the game and not win and not go very far um so i don't know it was uh which made me think a lot yeah um kind of going through tribal um obviously kendra gets voted out um did you is that the way you guys thought it was going to go or were you kind of surprised by that i was not surprised just based off of how d seems to operate you say my name you leave was not remotely shocked that that's what happened yeah i wasn't either um i, I was hoping that was the direction that they went i think in her little confessional at the end uh, where they where she talks about you know how much she loved playing the game or whatever um them showing how everybody voted like even bruce voted for kendra i thought was interesting um i mean they pulled everybody in because she was the only one to vote for jake correct yeah she was the only one and bruce said earlier in the episode that he's not willing to sync with the ship so i think he was just going to do whatever he was told also it didn't matter because he had immunity right i just the way that they the core four didn't tell anybody what they were doing not even jake last week to telling everybody including bruce this week i thought was almost a complete 180 um because last week they pulled off that blindside and didn't tell anybody. So, and they didn't need to tell anybody this time. I thought the most interesting part of tribal council was the fact that they didn't have to read all the votes. And, and I know we said this earlier, but Austin got away with not, with people not knowing that he lied about not having his vote. So. And also good awareness to him to whenever he goes up there to not be able to vote that he had to be quick about it because the other two walked up there and walked right back so he had to go up there and just do that real quick otherwise he would have looked like you're up there a while so uh great awareness on his part there for sure other than that uh just survivor of the week what you who who, who you got blake Ooh, uh, I'm going to switch it up this week, and I'm going Bruce. So realizing that Bruce has been safe for 16 of the 17 days, I think is incredible. The fact that he is the oldest guy out there um, and has won two back-to-back immunity challenges, uh, and both of them fairly physical and endurance-based, um, I, I think is incredible. 
He's still got the hidden immunity idol, so he could potentially be safe next week if he plays it. Um, and I really liked how introspective he was this week and just saying, okay, man, I really need to take a look at myself and my game. Um, and I don't, I don't know if it'll help or hurt him, but I liked seeing that side of him. And, uh, I mean, from a challenge aspect and he is an asset, um, and, and a threat, but I mean, if it's going to be any sort of team, I mean, you gotta want him on your side. So that's, that's my pick this week. So I don't like to have the same pick as somebody else. I was actually kind of down to two players and both of them were Julie and Bruce. And I will just, I'll go ahead and say Julie because you said Bruce Blake. And here's why. Number one, Julie is clearly a challenge beast. She's been fighting it out at the end. Again, one of the older players on the island. Um, I also, in some of her confessionals, she's starting to wake up a little bit. It, she wanted to vote Jake this week. D wanted to vote Kendra. And ultimately, Julie ended up going with D's vote. But it felt to me like Julie might be waking up and it might be time for her to make a move. So this might be a premature Survivor of the Week for her. But I saw I saw something budding there that I liked. Uh, that makes sense. And whatever you said, Julie, I was like, really? Like, kind of not necessarily surprised me, but I wasn't expecting that. Um, first off, she is actually the oldest on the island. She's 49 and Bruce is 46. So she is the oldest. Um, so that is very cool. And then also, from what you said on why you picked her, makes sense and i can kind of see what you're saying there and i could absolutely see her game start starting to come alive for me this week i said i thought my survivor of the week was going to be austin um i think we all agree that so far in the game he's been kind of just going with the flow and not making any moves and almost playing a little scared not that he wasn't playing scared, but I think he made a or has a couple moves that he's able to speak to now from being able to solve the puzzle and earn his vote back. Um, he's obviously got the uh, immunity idols and several different things are that are slowly starting to stack up. If he can honestly think if he could, um, come together with Drew and vote out D and that be his idea, his move with where he's at in the game and starting to kind of piece some things together. I think he could, I think he could end up going really far and potentially winning it. Um, but that's all depending on if he starts to make some moves and we have yet to see a ton of that. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see that, but just the amount of things that he was able to set up or, uh, was able to get kind of going this week for future, I think was good. Yeah, makes sense. I like, I like that. I was uh, 
I had Austin on the list too. And uh, Logan, have you picked? Have you picked a winner yet? Yeah, I believe I picked Drew. Okay. Back in uh, back when we all went around, we had went through. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I. Okay. I was, I was gonna say it was either Drew or Austin. I, Drew or Austin, but I think you picked Drew. Yeah. So, and I, I'll go back and make sure that's what I say because I, I want to be, I want to make sure we have that correct. But um, I'm pretty sure I said Drew. Sweet. Uh, well, hey, D survived my new new winner pick. <laughs> <laughs> I so I think it's time for me to pick. I I punted that last week uh, to this week, um, and man, this one's tough. I really like I really like Austin and I think he's setting up really well. I still have high hopes for for Emily to come through. Don't I could see D winning it, but I don't love the the style of game she's playing. She's playing really well. I just don't it's not I don't think it's for me. Um I have high hopes for Jake too. I really like Jake, but I don't know that he's going to be kind of a, a contender. Um, but I'm, man, I think I'm going to have to go Austin. But I, I'm I'm torn on a lot of different people, but I think Austin has the greatest potential as of right now. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go Austin for my, my new pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, definitely he needs to, he needs to do something. He has a lot in his pocket with advantages and obviously is in the majority, but I think he's setting himself up to do something huge and it would you know, despite everything I've said about him, it would not shock me if he won the game. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I think this season is had a little bumpy start, but it's been a ever improving throughout. And I think with the people that we have left, it's just going to continue to get better because of the alliances. You, next week, it almost seemed like there was, I don't know, some back and forth between a couple people and I'll be curious to see how that goes but it uh I'm excited for this season the remainder I think will be really good it's been a, been a great ride so far I appreciate everybody listening and tune in next week <laughs>